Hey, what's up, everybody? This is C3 Films. I'm Chris, and this is... Cheryl. And today, we're going to be talking about the movie Soul. It just came out on Christmas, so spoiler alert. And without anything else, let's go ahead and get right into it. Uh, so, I, real quick, what did you think, Cheryl? What did you think about this movie? Uh, I tried really hard not to cry at the end, because it wasn't sad, but it like it gave me the feels. And, like, it was just... Like, I kind of expected what happened just based off of, like, the the fact that it's Pixar and the idea that, you know, he's a soul. Um, And Mm -hmm. you can tell that he is a soul because of the the way that he looks and stuff. So I, like, I knew, like, from the beginning that he was going to end up dying. I just didn't know it was going to happen that fast. And... (laughs) And I wasn't sure how it was going to end. And so it did kind of take me on a journey. It was it was pretty simple, I think. The um, mm-hmm. the film was a lot more simple than I thought. But it was so full of meaningful moments. So I really right. enjoyed it unexpectedly. Really enjoyed yeah. it. <laughs> so I'm not going to lie. When you said that we're gonna, we were going to watch Soul... Um, I literally had no emotion towards it. I was just like, okay, whatever. It's another movie. We're going to watch it. Um, I'll either like it or I won't, and that'll be the end of it. But I had no attachment to it. And I actually didn't even I, – I saw the trailer for it like a year ago, and I was very happy that I didn't remember anything in the trailer except for the fact that he dies because – that happens pretty quickly in the movie. And then from that moment on, I'm like, okay, I I kind of think I know where this movie is going to go. But my expectation was that when he died, it would just be the entire movie would be about just getting back to earth. Um, and so by the time, I think it was like at the 30 minute mark, they were back on earth. It was, it was kind of like when we watched better watch out where like at 30 minutes, I'm sitting here looking at the clock, like, we still have another hour and some change left in this movie. What's going to happen? I I was very surprised that they went back to Earth so quickly. Like were you expecting for them to for him to like actually come back to life and then for the souls to be flipped because that caught me completely off guard. Um I I did not expect uh at all for them to go back that fast either. Um, I thought the whole thing was going to happen in the afterworld or like the beginning world right. or um, and such. Cause, and I actually, I kind of liked it there. It was cool with, you know, Jerry <laughs> and Jerry and Jerry and Terry. And Terry. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. Give that man an award. He earned it himself. <laughs> he, he requested it. <laughs> <laughs> he requested it. Um, but yeah, I thought like, uh, but I also wasn't surprised when they did go back to earth. Cause then I was like, oh, okay. So now they're going to have to figure out how to get out of this mess. Classic, like, you know, journey. So, um, it, you know, it, it, it didn't really matter to me if they were going to go back to earth and do the whole movie in earth or if they were going to have it in the afterworld. I was like, either way, it just seems like, um, they already set it up to have like to for us to know there's these two individuals that have issues and they're gonna need to work it out 
They're two different issues, yeah. and they're going to work it out. It's for Somehow they're going to have to work it out together because they've been stuck together at the very beginning. It's just all been set up. It's just how are they going to yeah. do it? For sure. And it's very and it's a definitely a classic formula um, with a little bit of an interesting take on it. I, I, I also should just come out and straight up say that I loved this movie. Like for someone that came into it with no emotions and no attachments to it whatsoever, I found myself like laughing. I found myself getting teary eyed at certain parts and just, you know, it was like, wow, Pixar, you were really good at like manipulating my emotions. Um, but I also just thought that there was a lot that they did that was very creative because when they were in the soul world, I, I got this feeling kind of similar to the feeling I got when I watched inside out where there's a lot of creative takes on these things that are just are very normal um, for us in our everyday lives and how this this movie kind of conceptualizes it down to like, oh, the personalities, you guys are going to be the loners and you guys are going to be the the wall, the wall, the rebellious wallflowers or you guys are going to be the megalomaniacs <laughs> <laughs> and it's not going to be our problem. That's Earth's problem. Like it's I I was I found myself really enjoying their take on pre-life and the afterlife. Although I mean their take on the afterlife is kind of scary to me too, where it basically just seems like when you go to the afterlife, if I don't know why it felt like you were just going into a giant bug zapper. Right. Um the great that, beyond. <laughs> right. I'm sorry, that terrified me. I'm I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it like Joe, like, wait a second, is my conscious gonna go away? Like, what is happening? I don't want any of that. Um, although I do find it a little bit surprising that in all the centuries and all the time that this has been a thing, that they this has only happened once where somebody has tried to get back in their body on Earth. That was like, eh, like eh, a stretch, but Terry's fine. really good at his job. <laughs> I, I, you know That's what? That's why he got the award. That's true. You could say he's not. <laughs> that's right, and he's not terrible at his job. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> so, I don't want friends on the show. <laughs> Can we oh, start this know. over? It's Let's do a package. take two. <laughs> no, no. We going. We in there. Let's go. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I, I. I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed how they um, personified all these different like aspects of of what it means and what it takes to get to to Earth, and even the message about like what a spark is and the difference between um, being in the zone ver and being and loving your passion versus being obsessed, and how it turns you into two different people. And so, maybe let me know your opinion on this, but. I was very surprised by how adult the overall movie ended up being as far as like kind of themes and concepts. Cause literally there is a point when they, they are straight up saying like, why do you sound like a 40, a 40 year old white woman? Or am I an H E double hockey sticks? And all the child, so children, soldiers go start going, hell, 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 hell. I'm like, this is definitely a it's Pixar movie and not, not a Disney movie. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not. It Like, you would think, like, it looks like it's for kids because, like, they're so freaking cute. Like, even Joe as a soul is, like, super cute. Like, I would have that right? little doll in my room if, like, 
I mean, obviously, <laughs> I'm a stuffed animal person, but <laughs> obviously, obviously, naturally. But I, like, it would be so cute to have a little Joe with his hat and glasses. <laughs> At, like, but um, and 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 I wrote down like it. It reminded me a lot of like video games, like even for like the music and stuff. Like that's why mm-hmm. I felt like, oh yeah, like for kids and stuff. Um, like I don't know if you've ever played Ibinob, but it reminded me a lot of Ibinob. You should check that out. It's really fun. Um, yeah, I haven't played that. But even like the part where like they have the souls and stuff, it and just like the the sound design reminded me a lot of um, Kingdom Hearts, with like the heartless oh, yeah. coming out, and then they had to fight the heartless and stuff. Like it just I could see that. I felt like I was in a game world because it was so clean and. But you're right. I, I am trailing a little bit. <laughs> but, but yeah, I didn't right. think it was for kids. Uh, I mean, it could be for kids. It's in. It's definitely in that realm. But it's. it, it is a very adult film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, the concepts are the concepts are very adult, and like even some of the jokes and references that they're making, <laughs> like, are are things that you only understand after you've lived life a little bit. Because there's a point. I think where something rolls over a soul in in the afterlife, and they say they literally say we don't crush souls here. That's what Earth is for. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, too real, too real. I can't even, I can't even laugh because it, it just, <laughs> it just it hurts. hurts. <laughs> it just like why, why, why you, why you gotta, why you gotta call me out like that? Like you literally <laughs> just crushed my soul. <laughs> You know, exactly, though. <laughs> so, yeah, and um, and the characters, you know, like, I didn't realize that it was Tina Fey that did 22 um, at, at first. I just I just knew that after they called it out that it was a middle-aged white woman in her 40s <laughs> that, that had to be the voice since they specifically called it out. Um, I actually and so, paused but- uh, to look it up. I was like, who is this voice? I was right? like, oh, Tina Fey, nice, okay. And, and, then, and then when you see his Tina Fey, you're like, of course it's Tina Fey. <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it's so good. And then, like, when you realize that it's Tina Fey, and in the context of the story, like, you're talking to 22, and 22 is just saying, well, I could have any voice, but I choose this voice because it's the most annoying. Beautiful. <laughs> I, I, I love it. It's... Mwah. Ah, perfect. So, yeah. And I just thought it was really interesting that the character of 22, the whole point was that 22 didn't want to live life at all. And the message or like the the story behind 22 felt like somebody who was just ambivalent towards everything, which is something that usually that you would expect to happen once you've lived a little bit and experienced like things that like hurt you or whatever you become ambivalent, but they were just ambivalent towards everything and had no desire to live life. And it's interesting because it's almost like 22 had already lived life to become this way. But the, the, the flip of it was that 22 needed to live life to learn why life was worth living. And that's like one of the coolest things about the movie. Right. And in contrast, it was like, Joe had to die to realize, like, to learn that he hasn't lived, even though he had life. 
Yeah, so that was another part of the movie that was like a little a little too real for me when Joe was going through his life and looking at all the things that he did and it really didn't amount to much and he's like and he has that realization of like wow, I didn't do anything. Like, not going to lie, there was a moment where I was thinking to myself, wow, if I was to die right now and to like have that same thing happen, how insignificant would my life look? Despite the fact that I have done some cool things, like that movie in that moment called attention to my my own life and choices to a point, especially because, you know, we're also two people that are artistic that like that went to school for an artistic for artistic goals and things like that. And Joe is a musician where like we went to school for film. And the there are there are similar circumstances, similar struggles with each of those with each of those kind of occupations when you're going for it. It sounds like Joe's also a freelancer. So, see, like taking that all into account, I'm looking at it like, oh shoot, is Joe gonna be me when I'm 40? I I don't know how I feel about this movie. I'm 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 feeling like it's calling me out. So, but I did appreciate the fact that at the end it was because it it tried to create a difference between passion and obsession, and understanding that even if you like a thing, for instance, for like when Joe's at the barber shop and he's trying to tell 22 that when you talk to the barber, we only talk about jazz. But when 22 takes the time to actually ask the guy about his life, the guy is like, the guy responds with, yeah, I, I, I appreciate this one of the best conversations we ever, we ever had. And when 22 asks, well, why didn't we have this conversation before? The guy says, well, we only, you only ever wanted to talk about jazz. But and you never asked. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that you did now. And it just goes to show that it is okay to have a passion. But that passion, it's important to not let it become an obsession that stops you from interacting and engaging with the people around you. Because Joe was ended up being a very selfish character through most of this movie. Yeah, I mean, I think like I I even wrote down like this movie is about. The meaning of life <laughs> and just really mm-hmm. like i guess teaching us that we have to really appreciate the moments that we have like it's not about like where you're going or getting to where you're going but appreciating all the moments that you take to get there because like well what if you don't get there Right. Are you going to be happy like if you die tomorrow because you didn't achieve your goal? Or are you going to be happy because up until that point you lived your life to the fullest? Yeah. No, it's it's really true. And Joe, yeah, Joe was Joe's character arc was meant to kind of Joe and Twenty Two juxtaposed beside each other were meant to embody that idea and 22 i love the fact that 22 spark is simply the joy of living because when we're in the moment and we're trying to find what her spark is and there's all these seemingly random things and they never expressly say to you that this is her spark but the i at least my reading of it was that it was the pure joy of being that was that was 22 spark for for wanting to live in the first place. And because I think Joe even says it when 22 is talking about all the things that that could be her spark, where she's saying, oh, maybe I could be a sky watcher or maybe I could be a walker. I'm really good at that. And Joe flippantly just dismissing it as, well, that's just living. And But that's the thing that inspires her. And 
that's the thing that I think the movie is trying to teach or show all of us is that the very joy, the joy of living comes from live from actually living from the fact that we are fortunate enough to even be here in the first place. And that's such a beautiful message that I, I can't help but like just get behind and cheer, you know? Yeah, I I think it does say a lot of um, important stuff, and I can't remember the quote exactly, but um, Dorothea tells Joe towards the end um, the story about the fish. The fish? And how the fish, you know, wants to go to the ocean, like, where do I find the ocean? Um, mm-hmm. And then, I forget who the fish is talking to, but they're like, I mean, you're in it. You're in the right. ocean, and then the fish is like, but it's just water. But, like, it is what it is. Like, that's what the ocean is. Like, that's what life is. You're in it. Like, you're looking for something that you already have, which is your life. And you just have to to know that, like, the idea of the ocean, the idea of life and your purpose is some grandier imagination that you forget that it's not, like, it's just an idea. Right. Right. I mean, like, yeah, you could achieve your goals and everything but then what (laughs) right and speaking of dorothea real quick can we just the moment dorothea came on screen and started talking i looked to my roommate and said that's angela bassett i know that's angela bassett angela bassett has such a distinct like voice and cadence to the way that she speaks there's no way this is anybody but angela bassett and after finishing the movie and seeing that it was Angela Bassett, I have to say I was very, very pleased to with with her with her voice work in this movie. She she was she was a great character. She was I I was angry at her for at the beginning for not wanting to like hire Joe simply because she saw him in a in a hospital gown. Like, what? Why? Why are you gonna give me some mess? I mean, I came from the hospital. I almost died. I fell out a manhole. What do you want from me? <laughs> so that's enough reason to not let me come in and 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 play my set with you. Um, but yeah. But besides that, the even I always remember one of the things that stuck out to me about a movie like Inside Out was uh, two things. It was Bing Bong, the the imaginary friend, and what happens to imaginary friends and why we forget about them. The way that they kind of. Um, personified that in that movie, but then also how there was a literal train of thought running around, running around the place, and then it falls off the track, and it's like, oh, I lost my train of thought. And I always thought that that was like a clever way of like of expressing that. And in this movie, it was that whole thing of like when you're in the zone, and I, re- I was like, okay, I can relate to that as a writer. I'm like in there and I'm doing it and I'm doing a thing and it feels amazing and it's awesome. I lose myself and that's you being in the zone. And it's so funny that you have all these 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 gurus or these people that are very spiritual that are in the zone. And then the one person that's in Berkeley, California, shout out to Berkeley, by the way, that was amazing, um, that are spiritual enough to like be in this zone and recognize it to be true and can access it, but then also still remember their, like what happens there in their regular everyday life. Like that was pretty fantastical, but I thought it was a neat, a, a neat way of um, approaching it. Yeah. I definitely thought it was a cool mechanic and, um, I mean, we do it. We do it all the time, right? 
Mm-hmm. I, I really like that uh, the character with the guy who like spins the sign as his job. <laughs> yeah, that was just like a, a really good comic relief to have that guy, and I was like, oh, all his problems are gonna be solved, but uh, then it ends up him like going too fast, and then he ends up in the cat. <laughs> Which is genius, by the way, because then he gets to see, like, he gets to live his life through the eyes of a cat. Someone outside, uh, other than himself, right? He gets to see himself and know how he would respond in a situation, but see how 22 is being met with with her success, responding in a different way. Um, And artistically, by the way, I love the fact that when he did talk to his mom, that they did that kind of pan and instead of doing the whole thing with the cat on the shoulder saying it and then having 22 repeat it it actually just ended up being his words and i and that was just a very that was a very very cool scene to me um can i also say that with that when that cat when they did that scene with the cat where joe shows up with that cat and says why did i turn up in a cat and then they cut to the to the like escalator or the rampway to to the great beyond and the cat's and just the cat sitting there like there. I I nearly fell out of my chair. But very good question is how the cat's soul got back into the cat afterwards. Yep, and that's what I was going to bring up too. Just how are you still alive? Like the moment that that Joe's soul got ripped from that cat, that, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Pixar, that cat should have been dead. dead. But they can't do that to the kid. <laughs> you can't nah, kill man. the cat and you can't kill animals in a movie. <laughs> nah, we get real up in here. We get real. The truth is that cat was already dead. It just got a sec. It just got its body taken around for a spin for a little bit. Right. That cat was done. He already done. went to the great beyond. <laughs> right. So that was the one part of the movie that I felt like mm, not as consistent as the rest of this movie. Right. But I'll allow it because. Yeah, that's right. Because everything else was, was good. Because <laughs> everything else was good. Plus, I, I, I'm not going to lie. When I first saw the movie, when, when I first started in the movie, the first thing I said to myself was, he's going to die by the end of this. He's not going to get get to come back. So let me prepare myself just in case I start getting like attached or anything. But I am telling myself right now, he's, he, he's not going to get back to his body. That's not the point of the movie. The point of the movie is for him to realize that he missed out on certain things, but to encourage for... He he didn't get to live live life because he was so focused on other things. And twenty two doesn't want to live life, um, but they both get to learn the beauty of like what what he missed and what twenty two gets to experience. And I thought that was going to be the dichotomy of their relationship. And then by the end, she would get to live, but then he would have to go to the great beyond. So I was already prepared. I was like, he gonna die. It's cool. We're ready. I'm zen about it. I'm. <laughs> This movie, this movie's gonna try to like get me to tear up and cry. Ain't gonna happen. I see you, Pixar. I recognize the game. I ain't gonna mess with it. But um, no way, it's Pixar. They wouldn't let him die. I yo. <laughs> when I saw Toy Story three, I thought those toys were done. That's all I'm gonna say. They they made me believe those toys were done in Toy Story three. I, I was I, losing it in that movie. I cried so much. I was like, I, I can't believe like out of all like Toy Story movies, the third movie is making me weep. Like, like no right, ball. <laughs> <laughs> ugly cry. I was like, I need to be by myself so that no one can see this happening. 
No, that's why anytime I watch a Pixar movie, I watch it with the lights off, and I watch it with at least you know we we're we're in we're in the interesting times right now where we already have to be six feet apart. That was always my rule in watching a Pixar movie. You get you get six feet apart from me. We we have the lights off because I don't need anybody seeing that there are tears in my eyes when things happen. I'm sorry. <laughs> you but can't like you can't see me from over there. They didn't die. They yes. You, you thought they were gonna die, but they didn't die. So. Right, and then that leads. <laughs> right, and yes, and then the same point is proven by Joe. He gets a second chance at life. Um, so that and that was that was great. It was nice. It's a beautiful way to end it because then, like, the thing that was going through my head was, but then what about Joe's mom? And like, she's gonna be she's she's gonna be upset because and he just he just got this uh, this thing. And like, oh my gosh, but. He gets to live life and he says, I'm going to enjoy every moment of it. And then it cuts to credits and it's just a beautiful way to end the movie. Um, I just, for me personally, and this isn't a knock on the movie. This is just like what I wanted personally. I wish that there was a way, like if, even if it was like an after credit sequence for him to be walking down the street and to meet some kid and to recognize the kid as 22 through her voice, her speech, whatever. Like even if it was like a little bit of a time skip, I kind of just wanted them to meet again in, in real life, in reality. Right. Um, but I understand why that couldn't happen in the in the scope of this movie. But it was like kind of just that one last little bit of feel good that I that I wanted from the movie. I think one thing that um, I thought was weird was they brought up uh, this person, Lisa. Oh we, yeah, the love interest never, they never talked to. Yeah, and like we never know like who this is and everything. I was like, they should probably have not even invented that character because we never see or interact with that person so maybe it was yeah, like a deleted it scene or something maybe yeah no you're right that seemed a little weird that would that might have made more sense if they got to have an interaction and there was it was clear that he wanted to do something like ask her on a date or something but then just didn't because he was so focused on jazz and then by the end of the movie he finally picks up the phone to call her um, but if they weren't going to do something like that, which I don't think they even needed to do anyway, because mm-hmm. the movie, it works completely fine as, as is, as far as structure, then they shouldn't have even mentioned her because there's no room for a love story like that in, in this movie. We get the point. The point was that he was so focused on doing this thing that he thought was the only reason he was alive that he actually missed out on living. So we don't, we don't need a love interest or anybody else to back that up we we get it just in the context and scope of everything else that's presented towards us so yeah i i had forgotten about that i'm not really sure why they brought it up yeah i agree i think that it would have been fine if they didn't mention it it was it was kind of it was really unnecessary for them to even bring it up mm-hmm. unless they were gonna have this whole thing like you said but they didn't and it worked without it so it's just a little weird that they mentioned it yeah absolutely and then what did you think about the um, how they personified Terry and the Jerry's as far as being these kind of 2D, 2D beings in a three-dimensional world that are simplified because it's the only thing our feeble human minds can like Comment. grasp? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I like them. I thought it was cool uh at first i was like "Uh uh-oh he's in trouble because um like they're gonna be like oh you're not supposed to hear be here you need to go to the great beyond but they're just like oh you're a mentor (laughs) 
<laughs> I, I, I thought they were, I don't know. I don't know what it was about them, but I just thought they were cool. I loved their design. Yeah. I loved, I like, I legit loved being in that world and seeing how they built it. It was one of the coolest things in the movie to me. I mean, like, so, like I mentioned before, it was like clean, simple, and like almost like peaceful. Yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> so true. And the that reminds me of them the the hall of everything where that's the point where you like try to find your spark because they take you and get you to do all these things i was rolling when this when this kid 22 is has the fire hat on and is putting out the fire and literally looks at the screen and says the fire is so pretty i kind of want to let it spread nope <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bruh, that's her spark. She wants to, she's an arsonist. Let her have this. Let her. Oh my God. Let her be her. You cannot cage her desires. That's true. What's wrong with you? That is true. She enjoyed that. Not firefighter, opposite. Right? I, that, 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 was, that was a spark, you know? I mean, for all I know, 22 is actually the personification of my cousin. Love you, cousin. I don't please don't please don't set me on fire. But so everyone else knows I get constantly threatened about being set on fire. So I'm pretty sure that 22 and my cousin are the same person. Oh boy. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. So if I ever die by arson, you know who it we was. We know who it is. Okay. Noted. So <laughs> But yeah, it's just it is great. It's fun. It's it's a great movie. I I'm happy with the ending. I I ended the movie feeling amazing. I absolutely was so happy after finishing this movie. There's so much that we could talk about. There's so much that we can get lost in because there's a lot in this movie. Uh, I feel like we touched on just like the surface level of stuff or like the most basic things because there's. Even just the whole journey for 22, we could get lost in um, when she does get into Joe's body, when he, she talks to the girl that wants to quit. And then the girl doesn't quit because the girl realizes that it actually is something that she wants to do. And then that for like works as 22's inspiration or even 22 having a pizza for the first time. There's so much that we could talk to talk about, but we're not trying to talk about this forever. That being said, is there anything else that you want to bring up before we end here? Uh, nope. I mean, it just really makes you look at your life, and uh, I just love that it reminds you to appreciate the life that you're living in. You know, carpe diem, right? Yeah. You gotta just try to be happy. Life is short. I mean, in the time that we're in right now, it's it's definitely, and it's hard. It's really hard, but you can do it. Yeah, this was... This was a great note, great movie, and great message to end 2020 on. It sure is. <laughs> it, it is such an inspirational and a reminder um, that, yeah, like part of party living life, or the the best part about living life is actually living. So we get to enjoy it however long it is. So let's make sure that we enjoy it for all it's worth, even the little things like having a slice of pizza. So. That's that's going to be it for us tonight, guys. Um, have you seen the movie? What do you think about it? Let us know down in the comments below. And while you're down there, give us a like, share, subscribe. But 
Even if you don't, though, I've been Chris with C3 Films, and this has been Cheryl. See you guys next time.